This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome to Covered in Pet Hair, a boozy web show for pet lovers on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Isabel Alvarez-Arada, and today I have the pleasure of having a drink and a chat with a German Rottweiler enthusiast. I'll tell you all about her and introduce you as soon as we come back from these messages from our sponsors. Pets are part of the family. Make sure you can always afford the quality health care they need with Easy Pet Check a nationwide pet insurance alternative. With Easy Pet Check, you'll save up to 75% on all your pet's health care at any licensed veterinarian in the U.S. Easy Pet Check accepts all dogs and cats regardless of pre-existing conditions. Visit EasyPetCheck.com. That's the letters EZPetCheck.com. Taking care of your pet can be easy with Easy Pet Check. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Covered in Pet Hair. I'm your host, Isabel Alvarez-Rada, and today I have the pleasure of having a drink and a chat with a pet parent, a pet care professional, an entrepreneur, a foodie, a German beer drinker, coffee lover, a wife to Walt, mom to Damon and Tyra, Oma to two-month-old Travis, Dogma to Kovu and Kion, Katma to Avalon and Trila. She's a proud German, a current Chicagoan, Rottweiler owner and enthusiast, Judy Taylor. Welcome, Judy. Hi, Isabel. Nice to meet you. Oh, it's so nice to finally meet you too. I know we've been friends for a long time on Facebook, but we have been, yes. We've never actually had a conversation, so I'm excited to to do that with you today. About time, huh? It sure is, absolutely. So we share a lot of uh, interests in common. We're in a lot of groups together because we're both in the pet care industry, or I was, and you're also in the raw feeding groups that one of my previous guests, yes, he, he his group. So you and I see each other on social media quite a bit. So uh, before I go any further, anybody participating in our drinking game today, make sure you uh, take a drink every time you hear this word. The secret word is Kovu. But be 21 and over or whatever the minimum age is, wherever you are. What's the minimum age in Germany? Well, we start drinking with 16. Okay, there you go. So 16 in Germany, 21 (laughs) in the United States. Make sure wherever you are, you're not drinking and driving and always please drink responsibly. What are you drinking today? So I'm drink. I'm I'm a boring drinker. Now I'm just drinking beer. So I'm drinking Bex beer here today, Perfect. which is a German uh, beer that is from North Germany. Kinda, it's strong. Yeah. So our beers are strong. So that's why I prefer German beers. The American beers I drink if I have to go somewhere. Still, you oh. know, because they're very light for me. So they're like kind of soda type type oh. of. Uh, so yeah, so I'm a beer drinker. I do occasionally drink wine, but it gives me migraines, so I don't mess with it anymore. So I stick with beer. I don't get a hangover. I can drink. We grow up with beer, you know, basically. <laughs> 
I believe it. I believe it. So I actually, we, I have a favorite German beer. It's called Kristallweissen and it's okay. like the champagne of beers, but like for real, not like whatever it is that some, some American brand calls themselves the champagne of beers, but this is actually a filtered Hefeweizen and it's delicious and we can get it here in El Paso, but I didn't have any on hand. Now, if you drink the half of, we say Hefeweizen, that's, uh -huh. uh, you know, the way you pronounce it. Uh, if you like it, have you ever tried it with banana juice? No, I didn't. Even, I don't even know what banana juice is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I, it's hard to get here in the States, but in Germany to refresh it in summer, the Hefeweizen, we put like a little bit of banana juice in it. It's like very refreshing. You should try. You should go to like a Polish deli store or something and get some banana juice and try that. You're going to like it. Oh my gosh. That's such a good tip. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I am kind of like an adventurous drinker and in preparation for our interview, I went to the Total Wine app and I found a Berenjager, 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 yeah, Berenjager, yeah, honey liqueur that I've never tried before. So I'm having a German mule. Oh, look at you. I know. So authentic. I love it. I, I love know. It. So it's a honey liqueur. I've never even heard of honey liqueur. It's actually fermented honey. And for anybody who has never heard of it, it dates back to the 18th century in Germany, where the honey liquor recipe was formulated to lure bears out of their dwellings by hunters. I'm learning something. Yeah. And eventually the hunters started drinking it too, because it was so tasty. Wow. I did not know that. I know. Isn't that cool? So yeah. I, I, it's a honey liqueur. So I feel like it can, it has a million uses. I I'm going to, I'm excited to like, this is my first drink I've made with it, but I'm excited to try different. Recipes. Yeah. Yeah. Let me know because, and then share the bottle of what it looks like. So maybe I'm going to, you know, I would like to try that too. Oh, cool. 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 I definitely <laughs> will. It's called again, Baron Jaeger. Jaeger, yes. You say it pretty good. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. You know, we, we speak in the throat. So, okay. you know, the Germans and yeah, it's a little hard to say, but it's <laughs> Berenjäger. Berenjäger, yes. Okay. See, I added that like, like Latina sound to it. I heard, I heard. Yes. <laughs> I can't help myself. I only do romance languages because they all kind of sound the same. All right. So every time that I have a show, I started with a game and I actually, today I'm going to start, I wanted, like I told you before we started recording, I want to start doing one of these with a different breed enthusiast, not necessarily a breeder, just like somebody who just loves the breed and wants to talk about it. Um, so this is, this game is called fun fact. Roddy edition. Are you offended if I call them Roddies or do you want me to call them Rottweilers? No, 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 no. Definitely. I call them Roddies all the time because see, yeah, say it a little wrong too. It's not wrong, right. but we, you know, it sounds different in, right. in English, you know, so Roddy is totally fine. What is the right pronunciation for Rottweiler? So Germans, we, you know, we pronounce a W as a V. So you say Rottweiler. The Weiler, we say Rottweiler. Okay. The Vi, it's a V. It's it's you know the W in Germany is pronounced as a V basically. So that's why we say Rottweiler. That's the correct German way. It's, I'm gonna it try. sounds hard. I'm gonna try. <laughs> no, I'm gonna no. try. Just stick with the Roddy. Stick with the Roddy. <laughs> that's totally fine. <laughs> All right. Fun facts. Roddy edition. The first one. The Rottweiler ranks in the top 10 of most popular dog breeds according to the American Kennel Club. True or false? It's actually eight. Number eight. <gasps> Look at you! 
she's right. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> wow, I'm impressed. All right, the second one. The Rottweiler is considered a medium breed. Medium to large, mostly large. You are spot on again. Amazing. <laughs> Will Smith and his family own several Rottweilers. Correct. They yes. do. I just learned mm -hmm. this today. Yeah, yeah. Today's modern Rottweiler is thought to be a descendant of the Asian Mastiffs that were once used to breed cattle herding dogs. Now that's a joke, right? Not Asian, no. No, it's Roman. They're actually from the Romans, you know, that came to Germany in, in the 18th century. So, no, they're not Asian. And Mastiffs, no, no, no. No, 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 no. You're right. They were, uh, they're attributed to the Romans who bred yes. the Rottweiler. Yes. yes, yes, correct. Around the middle of the 1800s, as railroads were built and roads were paved, making it easier to transport herds, Rottweilers almost went extinct. That's correct. Yes. Yes, and a lot of breeders or some that were there tried really hard to keep them, you know, around. Yes, correct. That is so, I'm so impressed that you know all this because you definitely are the aficionada. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Rottweilers served as rescue dogs in New York after 9-11. That is true, yeah, that's true. They certainly did. And then last one, a Roddy by the name of Wind won the AKC Human Fund Ace award for therapy dog category in 2015. I'm not sure about the year, if that's correct. I, I'm not sure, but yeah, the rest is correct. Yeah. Yes, that is absolutely true. Um, and actually, when I was preparing for this interview, I was like, I don't see a lot of Rottweilers being used as service dogs or rescue dogs, but apparently they are, and I had no idea. Yeah, they're great. They're, they're, they're great when it comes to that. Rescue, search, I mean, everything. Like, they're just... They hope workhorses. That's what they are. Yeah. You yep, know, yep. so. So what inspired you, your love of Rottweilers? So I never thought I would own a Rottweiler ever. So I used to be the biggest Doberman fan. I used to have Dobermans overseas when I, you know, lived in Germany. I never thought I would ever have anything else than a Doberman. But I had a lap in between. You, I think you know this. He passed last year. But the Rottweiler, I've been around a few, but actually a friend of mine back then, she was a client. She hired me and she had two Rottweilers and these Rottweilers, one of them has like issues with trusting people and was really like kind of timid. And uh, it took me like one visit, like I met them once and she called me two days later. Hey, are you feeling comfortable coming to my house? Because I need you to let the dogs out. I'm like, well, what can happen? Right. So yeah, well, he didn't like me much, you know, <laughs> and you have two and I'm like, okay, just, you know, we're best friends. Let's just say it that way. So it, it, it didn't take long. I sleep in the bed with them, you know, so they inspired me more. I've been around them. I just really didn't know much about them too much. I uh, know them from rescue, you know, but then the love for these dogs grew so strong that actually that same friend actually connected me to, with her breeder so we have cousins you know now uh, so my dog is a cousin to us and more and more rottweiler owners actually contacted me to take care of their dogs through my business because you know not everybody can handle this breed you know uh, that's just a fact but as well but no that's how i got to the rottweilers and my husband uh, had a rottweiler female 
before we met. So he was all about it, right? All about it. So it was a match. It was a match. And I will not own anything else than a Rottweiler, I think, unless I'm 90 years old and <laughs> physically can't handle it anymore. But other than that, I think I will never own anything else than a Rottweiler. That's awesome. So you have a two and a half year old and a nine week old puppy. 11, 11, 11 week. week old puppy. Yes, I do. So I have, I call him my king. You, you see that a lot on Facebook, yes. right? Kovu <laughs> is, <laughs> he's my king. So he is uh, my first born, basically Rottweiler. He is amazing. Oh my God. It's anything you can ask in a dog. That is what you have. You have a connection with each of your dogs, but then on a different level. So what I have with Kovu, I've never experienced before. I have to say that my friends make fun of me all the time. They're like, I'm so extra. <laughs> and I am, I, oh, I am. I'm not even fighting. Uh, I am very extra with, with Kovu, especially he is a glue to my hip. Uh, you know, uh, and then I have Keon. Keon is new to the family. Keon is 11 weeks old. Um, on Friday, was 11 weeks old. He's a little rascal, still puppy. You know, he is a spitfire. So <laughs> he keeps me on my toes. He keeps Kovu on his toes. But I always said after having two dogs and when AJ passed that I would always have two dogs because just seeing how they're, you know, fulfill each other and also how they're, you know, like the company. And, and so that's what it was. So the, it was definitely our plant after a while, you know, after we were ready to get a second one. Yes. So the age difference is good. Two and a half years and puppyhood, it still works really well. Yes. So I pl we planned, we planned that. So I always said that I will not have a puppy until Cove was two years old. The reason why Rottweilers mature slow, just like most large breeds do. And I wanted him to reach a certain level of maturity in order to, I don't want two puppies at the same time. You heard about litter syndrome. You heard about dogs. When you have two puppies very close together in age, one always is in the shadow of the other. You know, one is more going, the other one, mm, you know, I wanted to avoid that. I wanted to make sure that he can, that Kovu fully, you know, develops his, his behavior and everything. And I want to make sure that I can give Keon also exact the same, you know, by training, raising. So they get along. Kovu is very social, like um, socializing is one of the biggest things that I need to point out in owning a Rottweiler early, 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 a lot, a lot. I would say they should have met at least a hundred different people by the age of six months and also different dogs, at least 50 different dogs. Now Kovu, I mean, he broke that record, like, you know, so, but it's important because Rottweilers, they're very, very loyal. They're very sensitive as well. But if you don't socialize them early enough, you could run into some issues. And that's something I do not want to, I don't want to do. It doesn't mean that he, they get along with every single dog. That's not the point. The point is that as they're young, they have to learn. And Keon right now learns from Kovu. He puts them in his place once in a while, what's acceptable and what is not in a dog world, which I cannot do as a human. I can do only so much. You know what I'm saying? So no, they get along, they, they, they play, they fight, play fight, you know, and it's going to be interesting to see how it goes once Keon gets a little bit older, because they have very different personalities, very different, but I can see that different parents. So I already see the difference. And so I have to 
watch out for that because they're both males as well. So there could be, you know, some rival thing going on, maybe, maybe not. So, but I'm very, very, I observe a lot. <laughs> I observe them a lot. So, so yeah. So your children, your dog children have the same age difference as my human children, two and a half ah, years. Yes. Noah and my, Mila, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So is Kovu as jealous of Kian as Noah is of Mila? <sighs> the, in the beginning, you know, when we got the puppy and again, like Kovu has a lot of experience with puppies. He's very gentle. Yeah. He pushed himself, you know, in front <laughs> of the puppy. Uh, no, mom. Oh, this is my mom. This is not happening. Yeah. So, um, but right now it's like when I come home, you know, he pushes, he's bigger. So he knows he can push the little one away. So he gets first tips, you know, on saying hello. Other than that, no, I I mean, I make sure I level it and level it out. Because like I said, Kovu has always been, you know, the extreme. So but we had a lot of going on in the past two months here. So he kind of like got a shut, you know, he had to step back in other ways, you know, as you know, so um, it was kind of a good preparation, I believe, for Kovu not to be overly jealous. But uh, he is definitely a mama's boy. He loves daddy. He loves our children. But yeah, mom is mom is the is the thing. You well, know? yeah, you you have a very special relationship, and he wants yes. to make sure that doesn't change. Well, I have way more questions for you that we're going to address as soon as we come back from these messages from our sponsors. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There's no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Radio.com, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Covered in Pet Hair. I'm your host, Isabel Alvarez-Arada, and today I'm speaking with a German who is a German expert on all things, including the German breed, the Rottweiler. Very good. Yes? Okay. I like it. Yes. Awesome. Perfect. So I want you to tell me what tips you have for us on ownership of Rottweilers. But first, I'm going to give you one minute on the clock, and I'm going to have you tell me All the reasons why Rottweilers are the best breed you've ever had. Ready? Go. Very, very handsome, loyal, affectionate, softies, sensitive, strong, um, protective, playful, cuddlebugs, lap dogs. Oh, what else? I mean, they're everything. They're like everything. (laughs) They're just, they're just, they're good. They're so good looking. It's unreal. Yeah, they're great with kids with other animals living in the, in the house they get along with anything they are easily trained very trainable food motivated <laughs> um they're um love most of them love water they're great they're great walking partners they they listen 
every dog listens kind of like to their owners what else who you got me here um they outsmart less intelligent people that's what they really do they are uh, <laughs> no they do <laughs> um yeah highly highly intelligent and uh, work they love to work they love to work yeah that's it you went over a minute you had awesome awesome feedback so that's perfect so tell me what is training a rottweiler like because rottweilers like every large black dog has a bit of a bad reputation sometimes because they're they're thought of as scary right we see more mm -hmm. black oh, yeah. dogs are harder to adopt out because yeah. people think Sadly. that dogs are scary they're scary dogs they're bigger they've got big oh, yeah. those big oh, young yeah. faces that are a little mm -hmm. bit intimidating for somebody who doesn't know so tell me what is it like to train a rottweiler you seem to think it's quite easy and they're really smart dogs and responsive okay so you know i train dogs yes as well you know and and when I say quite easy, it depends on your approach, right? So the way we do this or I do this at home, it starts on day one. And I'm not talking about no boot camp. I'm not talking about no sit, stay down, none of that. Uh, the first few weeks at our house here, when you get a puppy, we just shape behavior. So, so what I do, for example, I reward what I like. So, so let's just say Keon sits for because when he comes from the outside or whatever, which he does automatically did. So I just shape it. I'm like, yes, good boy. You know, without him knowing he's doing something uh, like that. I have them wait for their food. I don't allow them to touch my my cabinets in the kitchen with their paws or anything because I don't allow jumping. I just don't want that because I keep in mind they're going to be a hundred some pounds, right? And jumping is just something that you do not want. But with any dog, I feel like jumping is, is just annoying. So I'm shaping um, his behavior. So every time he did do something that I appreciate, I let them know. Now, when some people say, yeah, I have Rottweilers, they're so stubborn. Yes, they are. They're very, how do you say it? They're, they're very strong-minded. They know what they want. They try to outsmart you too. And I said that earlier, they outsmart less intelligent people, and they really do. They're opportunists, right? They wait their turn. So I work with all these qualities and use them for my advantage. Now, puppies nip, puppies bite, puppies growl, puppies do whatever. Um, I'm not a big fan of, I don't yell at my dogs. So that's just absolutely, because it doesn't do anything but excite them. I don't scold them really, unless absolutely necessary, which... It's very rare, you know, the puppy is fresh, new, don't know anything. You teach them, you tell them. So it's they're easy to train because most of them are very food motivated. They're eager to learn. They're eager. They want to work, 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 work. So I can pick up a certain, like a toy or like a, something that Kovu knows and he knows what we're doing. So I grab a certain thing and he knows we're going out in the field. I have this big field back here and he knows we're going to work, but the reward is a game. It's a play. And he can't, you know, he can't wait to work. Or I have a vest I'm using for him, a weight vest that I use a few times a week. As soon as I grab this vest, he knows, you know, this is going on. So they love to work and Every Rottweiler owner, if you think about getting a Rottweiler, you have to be aware of the fact that those are work dogs. So you have to keep them busy. You have to work their minds, not just physically, mentally. They need a stimulation. And so, like you said, they're big, they're huge, they're intimidating. 
my mom, when I first said we got in Rottweiler, she's like, oh my God, they are fighting dogs, right? Mm-hmm. Overseas, they're like on the list too. But mom, it's all, you know, she's not a big dog person to begin with, but it's all, you know, what you, how you work with them. Now you can always run into one that's poorly bred or had bad experience that you try to work with in the right way and it doesn't work out. We all, we all run into sometimes these dogs, but in general, easily trainable by shaping their behavior that they already got. They want to please, they want to just, work and just use that they're not good one thing too if you're a runner or something and you, and you think oh i'm going to get a rottweiler don't do it a rottweiler is not made for that they used to pull cards you know they used to hurt the face the nose the snout is a little shorter so they're good for um short periods of like hard work but not long distance jogging or something like that. And heat. Most of them don't like the heat. They don't do well in the heat. They're from Rottweil. Rottweil, that's what they got the name for. I mean, uh-huh. they're not all from there, but it's cold. It's in a black forest in Germany. It's cold, you know, it's winter, it's cold there. And so my dogs there uh, love those snow. They love being outside in winter. So they go in and out and I'm just standing at the door, open, close, open, close. In summer, they prefer the AC. You know, they like to lay on the AC and then they go in the water and then they go right back in. So yeah, easily trainable if you if you train them with passion, if you train them with consistency, and but if you also be gentle, firm and gentle. They need a strong leader, that is true, but they don't need physical punishment. And that is not they're so sensitive you can actually mess the dog up. Like I read it a lot, a lot of dog Rottweiler owners may do not agree with me on that. They pin them down when they are, you know, don't behave a certain way whatsoever. But again, I don't think that's necessary. You know, they're very sensitive dogs. They look vicious and scared, and you know, they, they look like very like dangerous because they're black. Like you said, the face, even to other dogs, other dogs often get scared because of the f- black face. They cannot read the, you know, the right. face well. That's why. But once they meet a well-balanced dog or Rottweiler, that's like Kovu, it's like, oh, wow, that's a nice guy. You know, so, so yeah. So that's basically it. That is awesome. And I know you just recently became a grandmother. So I want to know, are you more strict with your dogs than you're going to be with your grandson, Travis? I know he's too little to tell how you're going to be with him, but I can see that you're very nurturing with him. Yeah, I so you know, I became a grandma two months ago, exactly to this day. Congratulations again. Thank you. So, and I don't know what grandmotherhood is like until it actually hit me, right? Right. So people say it's the greatest thing. And I'm like, okay, so I used to say in the past few years, I don't do kids. You know, I don't. I mean, my own, but they're grown, right? My kids are older. So people always say, oh, you watch kids too? Uh Uh-uh. No, 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 I don't. You know, I'm not. (laughs) Yes. I don't know any pet sitter dog walker that wants to have any babysitting or child sitting. Absolutely not. Zero. So, and again, since my kids are, you know, older, I'm like, um, yeah, no, um, I don't have the patience for kids. Well, now I'm a grandma. And like they said, it is really true. One day you may experience this. They're just, I don't know. It's different than your, having your own kids, but it's like, they feel such a big thing in your heart. So now I don't know about being more strict. So my, with my dogs, I'm strict to a point, but then I'm 
such a softy. Oh God, <laughs> like way more than I should. It's also why Kovu has a personal trainer oh. because a lot of things I just, ugh, I just, you know, it's sad. It's sad, but you know, when it's our own, you do things a little different. But uh, and with my with my grandson Travis, I'm not sure. So the mother, my daughter, has a say in it. She of has course. my personality, very outgoing, very like she know. Oh, she knows. You know, she's half German, so. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think I let Travis get away with a lot of things. Um, maybe, you know, but um, there's certain things I just value, which is, you know, respect. It's the same with the dogs. I respect my dogs. Right. But I expect that too from them. And so with people, it's the same way, right? Yeah. With kids, you want the, to respect other people, education, you know, important junk food yeah <laughs> keep that to a level to a limit you know I, that's just me personally but then again i'm just a grandma yeah so you could actually spoil them a little bit more and it's it's interesting because you've raised your own children yeah. and now you're helping your daughter with her son because you're a very hands-on oma and right. now you're raising a puppy simultaneously <gasps> to helping raise a baby. How busy are you? It's been crazy. So, um, you know, the puppy was planned, you know, like I always said. And I thought I, I really questioned this, you know, when Travis was born, I was like, oh, my God, how am I going to raise? I cannot raise a puppy, you know, at the same time. But um, to be honest, it's quite easier than I thought because Cove was such a big help. I'm not letting Kovu raise the puppy because that's my job, but he does help with the playtime, you yes. know, during the day. I didn't have that with Kovu because I had an older dog, AJ, he wouldn't play with the puppy. So, but, so that's helpful. It's busy. It's crazy. It's busy. The last two months have been just like, oh, well, you know, here, the, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and how do all the, how have the dogs reacted to having Travis at home? So Kovu, you know, when I stayed in the hospital with my daughter for, for a little while, there were some complications. So, and he did not know what's going on. And every day I got home for a little bit. So he was already on edge. When the baby got home, we let him sniff the baby. He licked him right, you know, right on, you know, on the cheek. And ever since he's very, in the beginning, he thought it was his baby, I think, because he, he was just like, when the baby cried, he was like, oh my God, what, what do you want me to do now? If the baby at night, if he hears him or whatever, he just leaves the room and goes on the couch. He's like, yeah, I don't have time for that. You know, <laughs> he's raising two <laughs> he's, babies now. He's right. <laughs> he's very gentle, very gentle. We never, ever, and I cannot stress this enough, ever leave the baby unintended, no matter how how well-behaved your dog is. They can play, they can knock them over. And this is another uh, fact for new Rottweiler owners. So if you consider getting a Rottweiler, they always say small children are not um, recommended. I want to say yes and no. If you are very, very committed and if you really, really can watch your dog or your child at all times, once they're together, you have to, then they're totally fine. But they are herding dogs, so they push sometimes. So you have to be careful. Now, the puppy, the baby seems, the, pup, the baby was here first by a few weeks, two weeks, I think, or what? But the puppy is not curious about the baby. It's here. It's here. The puppy's, the baby's here. He does, like, we let him smell him sometimes. He did lick his hand I very, you know, but puppy nip real quick, right? Like yes. little crocodiles. So you so you have to watch that. So I'm, I'm just, you know, let him really quick contact, you know, he licked, praise, big praise, good boy. So I'm thinking, 
once Travis starts walking and running around, he will be, I mean, he will walk with these Rottweilers. Like he has, you know, he's going to be the new Rottweiler dude on the block. I think, yes. you know, well, the puppy, <laughs> the puppy and Travis are going to grow up together, which is amazing. Yes. yes. And they're really going to get along. Great. I, I mean, your two and a half year old Kovu is young enough that I think he'll do well, obviously. Um, and he, they have a great Oma and uh, dogma to guide them all through the process. And he grew up with kids when he was born. Kovu. So, oh, so my breeder, they had two little kids. They handled him every day, all day. And we go there a lot. We, we meet, we have, we became good friends. So we go a lot to visit his mom, Kovu's mom and his sister Aww. and the kids, you know, he is very protective of those kids because he knows them from day one. So no, he's very good with children. Again, rambunctious they can get they are strong dogs don't you ever 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 leave them unintended like and the same with travis i will teach travis how to be respectful to a dog there's no pulling there's no crawling there's no none of that mm -hmm. that's just me and i don't care what his mom says no of not happening you know you want to be sure you know that nothing happens absolutely so, with kids and dogs the hardest thing that can manage that you can manage, uh, especially for me, that was one of the hardest things when Noah started crawling. I had a dog that was reactive and very socialized, yeah. and we had to keep them completely separated, and it was hard. Um, yeah. So definitely great advice to never leave them unattended because you can't Ever. trust the child and you can't trust the dog because it's just kind of like a, an accident waiting to happen. So Correct. what advice would you have? And this is my last question because we have to wrap it up. But what advice would you have for a family that's looking to adopt a Rottweiler? Are there breeders that you recommend rescues that you recommend? So, yeah. So, so if you, you can, like you already said, you can do go over a reputable breeder, which that's what I I do. If you go over a breeder, make sure that this breeder, it, so do your homework. Don't say, oh, I want a Rottweiler and I want it like tomorrow or next week, right? It requires work to find a reputable breeder that A, has his dogs or her dogs health certified by the OFA, so the Orthopedic you know, Foundation of Animals. That means mom and dad are tested for hip dysplasia, ears, you know, um, cataracts, all that stuff. And they are actually registered with the AKC on that, uh, with the OFA on that. Uh, JLPP is one thing that I really have to say real quick. Um, it's a juvenile paralysis um, disease that only Rottweilers and Black Russian Terriers can have. It shows once the puppy is about three months, they have breathing issues, then it goes over into their limbs, you know, stuff like that. So if a breeder does not test their dogs for a JLPP run, Okay, really run. Make sure the breeder has a contract. Make sure the breeder takes the dog back. If something unforeseen happened, make sure you get to meet the parents. Stuff like that. Red flags are always like no health testing, no pedigree of the mom or dad, or, you know, sometimes you have two breeders like I had with COVID, you know, uh, the dad's breeder and the mom. So you make sure they have all that. They make sure they let you meet the parents and they have lifelong support. My breeders, I mean, their grandma and grandpas, you know, like we have a, they have a Facebook, we have a Facebook page, they have a Facebook page and she, they know all their grandkids, Aww. all of them. Uh, they only have like maybe two litters a year or something. Um, and, but they know them all. So that's one important thing. If you go over rescue now, 
you most likely find really puppies. It's always puppies. It's always a little harder. What you won't know is with the rescue, which is, shouldn't be a downer if you experience is you don't know the history that much. That's, that's always the thing with rescues. And, and does it matter? Uh, to me, it does, but then others don't care, you know? So if you adopt a Rottweiler, make sure it's a good fit for the family. Some rescues, great rescues, they do their homework. They say, they test their dogs. They say, no small kids, no, or no other animals, stuff like that. Then they are rescues. They will just want to get the dogs out of the door. You know, I would be careful with that. So just look into what fits, what fits. And if you get a Rottweiler, make sure you're not working all day and you're not, a, that you are not at home all day. A Rottweiler needs to be around the people, which means they get lonely fast. So if you work 10 hours a day, don't get a Rottweiler. I mean, yeah, if you have a great pet sitter, dog walker, or somebody else living in the house with you, that's great. But they want to be around you. They don't want to be separated. They're not no dogs that should be in a crate for eight days, uh, eight days, eight hours or stuff. Uh, you know, they are not that type of dog. If you need a dog, if you want a dog just to have a dog, get a bulldog or, or get something lazy, you know, something like that. <laughs> that's true. If you want a couch potato, a Rottweiler's not where it's at. Not at all. No. And they, they are couch potatoes if they have worked. They are very, they get lonely, destructive, and they can't, the behavior, you know, is not going to be funny if you if you leave them alone you, a long time. You should not. So look, rescue, um, we have... I don't know, like there's great rescues, um, Rottweiler specific rescues yes. out here. We have um, recycled rats, you know, and breeders go on those Facebook pages, like for rat the Rottweiler breeders. We have great Rottweilers and friends, crazy uh, Rottweiler, crazy, crazy Rottweiler mom, or our page is dating site for Rottweilers, which is not really about dating. It's just fun, right? We don't yes. allow breeding or any other. We have actually links or contact me. We have links to reputable breeders where uh, they're sort of, we know that they're tests, they're registered with the, you know, AKC, OFA and stuff like that. Do your homework. Just don't buy a Rottweiler and know nothing about the history of the parents or the breeder or from a backyard breeder, you know, puppy mills, you know, I'm totally like that gets my blood boiling. So yes. yes. And there are good reputable breeders, but you have to do your homework. Absolutely. Like you said, finding the right dog is not something that you start today and end tomorrow. It's a no, no. maybe month long process and even longer if depending on when the litter is due to be able to arrive and all that stuff. So there are uh, multiple Rottweiler specific rescues all over the country. There was a search engine that I found online um, that even had other countries listed as but then they had a map with how many Rottweilers were available in each state and country. So do your homework. They're out there. Um, Judy, how can our listeners and viewers get in touch with you for your business in Chicago and also uh, for your love of Rottweilers? So personally, you know, I have Kovo and Keon, they have their own Instagram, you know, uh, and Facebook page. So it's Kovu and key on the Rottweilers. You can find us there. My business or um, self is Bossy Paws, Paws with a Z. So you can find us on Facebook. You can find us online, uh, you know, on Google, Bossy, you know, bossypaws.com or on Instagram. Or just look me up on Facebook and shoot me a message, you know, Judy Taylor. Uh, you'll see my two Rottweilers as a profile picture <laughs> right there. If you have any questions, and we are in the Rottweiler community, 
have to say, I learned that a lot in the last almost three years. They are so helpful. Everybody wants to help you. There's always some people that know everything and they think they're like, you know, I'm not no expert. No, I'm not. I'm just passionate about it, you know, and I would love for the breed to help people be happy with their dogs, with their Rottweilers. And we have so many great people there that help all over the country to find what you're looking for. Or just if you want to know more about the breed, just let us know. I mean, we're always here. We want to make sure that the breed is well understood and that this bad reputation that they used to have, it's it's just, you know, just throw it out the door. You know, we yes. can we can show you what it's really like. That you is know. awesome. It, I've so enjoyed talking to you about your passion for Rottweilers. Thank you so much, Judy, for being on the show. Let's propose a toast Prost. to you. Well, how do we say what? Do, how do we say like cheers in, in German? Host. Host. No, P-R-O-S-T. P-R-O-S-T. Yes. Okay. Prost. Yep. To you and to your family and give that little Travis some love from me. I will. And you uh, say hi to your beautiful kids too. I love following them. Thank you. Thank you um, so much. It was nice talking to you, Isabel, finally. Wait, wait, before I wrap up, I need to propose a toast to my executive producer, Mark Winter, who makes this show possible. Absolutely. And to our listeners on Pet Life Radio and to our viewers on YouTube, here's to a life covered in pet hair because there's no better way to live. Cheers. To learn more about Covered in Pet Hair, please visit CoveredInPetHair.com or PetLifeRadio.com. Thanks for watching and we'll see you next time. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.